This is a warning through the Holy Spirit of upcoming events, including those of the assembly. It comes to us in three parts, so we can absorb all the details within each segment. Abide, embrace and endure. Stand in the light. Sounding of the trumpet. Abide. As an example of how the Lord works, at times we are under His thumb, being pressed, to stop procrastinating, we need to discern, understand and realize, the Lord is not forcing us, His action is for us to understand with the Holy Spirit we can overcome our anxiety, fears and appreciate the guidance and discernment offered to move forward. The Holy Spirit shows His warnings would not cause the Lord's flock to make a mistake or potentially causing them to stumble. The Holy Spirit revealed they needed to let their faith guide them in recognizing and understanding it will be the Holy Spirit communicating directly and teaching them how to discern. The flock's sole responsibility would be to assimilate the messages as received and determine what their actions would be from there. These writings are warnings given through the Holy Spirit to evaluate your position in your life's journey by gathering as much information and detail about your personal walk with Yeshua in preparation for eternity as possible. I pray you will then make the corrections necessary to draw closer to Yeshua in this preparation for your time in eternity. To embrace. There is no comfort in sufferings when we bring them upon ourselves through our own sin and folly. Indeed, the righteous are scarcely saved, even those who endeavor to walk upright in the ways of God. This does not mean that the purpose and performance of God are uncertain. However, it describes the great difficulties and hard encounters of the many temptations and tribulations yet encountered. The only way to keep the soul well will be, committed to God by prayer, and patient perseverance and well-doing. Our rejoicing reveals God will overrule all to the final advantage of the believer. Yeshua laid before His disciples a warning of what they were about to encounter, and what we will encounter as part of our walks. And all of you shall hear of wars and rumors of wars, there shall be famines, and pestilences, and earthquakes, in divers places. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted, and shall kill you, and all of you shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. Then shall many be offended, and shall betray one another, and shall hate one another. False prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. See that all of you be not troubled. But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. Yeshua then gives the disciples a glimpse into our time frame, which he then identifies what effects this all is going to have on our walks to eternity. All these are the beginning of sorrows. And because iniquity shall abound, the love, oh, the ape, of many shall wax cold. But asserts to us, see that all of you be not troubled. For nations shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, but he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. Endure. In Ephesians 4, the Apostle charged the Ephesians in the name and by the authority of our Lord Yeshua, Jesus, that having professed the Gospel, they should not be as the unconverted Gentiles, who walked in vain fancies and carnal affections. Do not men, on every side, walk in the vanity of their minds? Must not we then urge the distinction between real and nominal Christians? They were void of all saving knowledge, they sat in darkness and loved it rather than light. They had a dislike and hatred to a life of holiness, which is not only the way of life God requires and approves, and by which we live to Him, but which has some likeness to God Himself in His purity, righteousness, truth, and goodness. The truth of Christ appears in its beauty and power when it appears as in Jesus. The corrupt nature is called a man, like the human body, it is of divers parts, supporting and strengthening one another. Sinful desires are deceitful lusts, they promise men happiness but render them more miserable, and bring them to destruction, if not subdued and mortified. These, therefore, must be put off as an old garment, a filthy garment, they must be subdued and mortified. But it is not enough to shake off corrupt principles, we must have gracious ones. By the new man, is meant the new nature, the new creature, directed by a new principle, even regenerating grace, 
enabling a man to lead a new life of righteousness and holiness. This is created or brought forth by God's almighty power.